This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, uh, a progressive chat about theme park magic with no pixie dust, but a little bit of Christmas dust, a little bit of mistletoe. All right. Uh, I am your cotton-headed nigging muggins. Is that how it works? Cotton-headed nigging muggins. Nathan Hartman. And on... This episode, this this wonderful Christmas episode for it is, as you are listening, if it's the day of release, the 18th and you're getting your gifts wrapped. Hopefully this is this is gift wrapping episode. So listen while you're wrapping your gifts here. Uh, and with me is my whole rat family for a rat Christmas. Everyone has come through the for door. for the first time in like two months. Yeah, it's a together. Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas, Christmas miracle. miracle. Uh, <laughs> far too long. together for the holidays. You got to get with family for the holidays. I agree. Very I true. concur. And that family includes Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Good day. Well, evening. Good day. Uh, and Dave Cobb. Hello, Dave. Yo, hello, everybody. Happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate. I found out this is I'm learning about my local history now that I live in Maryland and Ooh, Kwanzaa was created by someone who was raised here in Wacomico County, Maryland. So oh, that's awesome. That? that is true. That yeah. Is true. true story. So, you know, a happy Kwanzaa to all of my brothers and sisters out there. Um, oh, Nathan. No, brother. Have, have you heard? Have you heard our? <laughs> Have you heard the state Christmas song? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, yes, oh. yes. You well, you sent me the birthday song. I heard that. No, no. Have you heard the the, the state Christmas song? No, no. I've not heard the state Christmas song. I will have to look up the state Christmas song. Uh, but I'll also with you. us tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I feel like some some Kwanzaa people are going to come to my door and beat me up now that I've I've yeah. defamed the name of Kwanzaa uh, with my yeah, whiteness. All right, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. Um, and last but certainly not least, our cub reporter in the Sunshine State, Janine. Hello, Janine. Hello. Did we skip Dave? No. We did skip oh, no. Dave. I was no, first. we didn't skip Dave. I think no. first. He was I was the one who brought up all the other holidays. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Where was I? I am, Janine. <laughs> Have another cup know, of so eggnog, Janine. Have another eggnog. It's all good. <laughs> so we are going to get I, eggnog drunk tonight. Get eggnog drunk, people. That's the <laughs> season. So here's the thing. I have. I am almost done with grading. I'm very, very close. Some of you have finished finals. We would like to congratulate Sara for her degree. I'm a Ooh. master's graduate. What? Rips. We're That's repping so awesome. USC strong. Go Trojans. Hello. So, mistress. Yes, you're, a, you're a mistress now. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me mistress. Mistress oh, Sarah. You know, it kind of goes with the escort conversation. Yeah, yeah we had the other day. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. yeah. So. And then Trojans. This already took such so. a turn. Um, and Trojans. And Trojans. Yeah. Yeah. So. And Trojans. Everything's so. taken care of. And then, of Gross. course. Uh, we have, uh, uh, what was I saying a second ago? We have, we have, we have grading, we have graduating, 
Uh, we all got all sorts of stuff going on. Um, Sara, though, not only are you graduating, Good but Lord. you weren't here last episode because you were on a date. I and oh yeah, we agreed here without you that we had to ask you about your date um, um, to see how it went because sis, we have to keep an eye on you. Um, we all really do. Got it. With all got of your rat fame, you know all them all them honeys are coming out of the woodwork. Listen to get a glimpse of that spotlight, and so we got to keep an eye on you. Listen, uh, how did it go? How was your date? Uh, well. I say okay. like I don't know. <laughs> you know what's so um, crazy? It actually was great. It was a great time. I had a wonderful time with this person. And that was our, I believe it was our third, no, third or fourth date. I can't remember. So we've had been, we've gone out multiple times. Oh. Come to find out. Come to find out. Uh -oh. uh, the man was giving us Republican light. And um, I was very shocked. I was very shocked oh, no. because no, we no, did no. the litmus test in the beginning and I didn't even say anything to him. As soon as we met for the first time, he was like, he was asking me like where I had been traveling and like I was telling him all about that. And mm -hmm. he was like, oh yeah, you know, like all this stuff that's happening in the Middle East, like it's so sad. Like I've really been following up, you know, I'm for, you know, free pass or whatever, whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Progressive. Yeah. But why oh, did it, that. it just uh, like. Horseshoe theory going on. Yeah. I don't, it was, <laughs> so what happened? What did he say? He what, was, what was just, the trigger? The trigger was I was talking to him about um, it was about people that were boycotting Starbucks and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. you know, I think that that's pretty cool. And then he was like, oh, it's probably just you and your Twitter buddies. And I was like, me and my who? Huh? Like me and, me and my Twitter buddies? Like it was just what? very like weird. And then uh -huh. he also said that he thought that Elon Musk was actually smart. Oh, no. I knew that's who it was. Oh. That's, remember how it was? That's a loss. That's a oh, loss. God. But then, okay, I was like, wait, do you really think so? And he was like, no, like, I don't know. I, and it felt like he would always go in and out of what, just to like, maybe not, I guess, right. make Hedging me feel. Hedging his bets. Yeah. Right. And so I was just very confused. And I was like, okay, well, he seems to be very progressive when it comes to other things. Mm -hmm. But then he kind of doesn't, he's not progressive in some things. And I was just very confused. Um, so anyway, how it kind of all came to a head was when he was just like, you know, I don't necessarily think because I was talking to him about the Joe Rogan podcast. And I was like, I think anybody that oh, listens boy. to that podcast is a, it just needs help. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, well, I don't know. I mean, he he seems to even if you don't necessarily agree with him, you have to give it to him. He does have the largest podcast. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh, OK. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, boy. Oh boy. Um, I mean, it's not oh always boy. about Hitler, but you kind of have to be like, you know, you got to give it to him. Big, big book burnings. Lots of yeah. people have been book burnings. <laughs> you know, Stalin wasn't, I guess, he, you know, he had some good policies, but yeah. all the, the famine and all these different things that were happening. And so, like, I don't know. But it wasn't I, it a just, small famine. It was a big famine. I mean, you got to give him credit. Like, yeah, a big it, was, famine. it was fairly it was fairly decent. Spot. Such a big famine, the best oh. kind of famine. <laughs> Gross. So, um, yeah, the guy was great though. Mm. Except, like I said, it was giving very much Republican mm. light. Um, but we did go out to dinner yesterday, and um, oh. yeah, we met. Up sounds for dinner. like uh, sounds like but, uh, you're just you're just skiing down past those red flags, huh? Listen, We're just listen, wish, no, no, wish, no, 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 no. It's We're over. Just, it's over. I just wanted okay. free dinner. 
Sorry. Okay. The, oh, had a girl. Okay. Had a girl. <laughs> Not you freely admit it. It was my reparation. Sorry, in, y'all. In, in the world, I would have gotten dinner and yeah. then hate fucked him, but that's totally different. But you know, yeah. maybe, possibly, he was actually pretty cute. <laughs> but <laughs> but Lord. I don't know. He was. Uh, we're on to the next, or maybe not. Moving on. I, don't, I think I don't know if dating's. Uh, I don't think dating's for me mm, right now, y'all. No, it's a bit no. much. It's a bit much. But if you have any people that you think would be great for me, <laughs> send them my way, y'all. Send we them my way. Se- we have a new for segment. The new segment is segment. Uh, letters to Sarah. Let us we'll just, yeah. we'll just. You don't like think Sarah. I'm joking. Yeah. I, will, I am. Fr- Listen, I don't have school. I don't have a job. I am looking to be a stay-at-home wife right she's, now. She's, she's got it going. all going on now. Yeah, as you can see, I am free. And you know so, what? I, we time. already have your theme song right. for this segment, so you know it. It works. They are ready. We're good to go. Listen, and I go for personality. You don't have to be a ten. Oh, like I, I am I got, for everybody. I got girl, some straight boys for you, girl. I got some straight boys for you. I'm I'm so down. Age is not age is okay. nothing but a number to me. Okay, so remember what remember standards. Remember when we I, had standards. I, my ally I boys. Ally boys are good. Ally, ally boys, boys are good. good. I think it's good. I think that I think that there is a uh, I think all at least straight women deserve a matchmaker gay. I think that's important. Um, gay. Go for it. <laughs> make me a match. Find me a fine. Catch me a catch. Okay, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. Dave, like I said, hook it up. I All am right. free. All right, I'll I'll start. Like a, I am down. Listen, age. Go for it. Up until you keep bringing age care. up. I think the thing is, is you're bringing it up because. Is that because I'm old? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying I'm saying I'm looking at you know good credit score. Yeah, sorry, just wants it. Sorry, wants herself a great daddy. Is what's going on here? I don't know. I've always I've always loved an older man, y'all. I've always loved an older man. So I support it. Get I will get it. I will get it. I mean, you know, here's the thing: you date. 10, 15, 20 years older than you, you could have like two, three husbands before it's all said and done. Because you drop like, <laughs> I drop like flies. Elizabeth Taylor ain't gonna have nothing on you no. when you're done. Right? Just no, we're gonna make it a thing. I'm so excited. We're gonna yeah, make this it is, this Just is kidding. Great. Dating is back on. Back on. <laughs> like a, a like a dating show segment where like someone guest appears on yeah. the <laughs> that would be amazing well, okay so back when i used to work for wwnt we actually did a dating show once or twice um and it was always a nightmare and a half because you know who are the most awkward men that you could possibly uh bring for a dating show theme park nerds not a good mix folks not a good yeah. mix but we're all catches <laughs> that's yeah. true that's true <laughs> Well, girl, you already spoken for. Girl gets uh, for Janina real, over here. She gets married, and she's like, "Well, maybe I don't know." Well, no, you know, I just mean like we're not like creepy nerds. That's you true. Know? That's we're true. Not, we're not. This is we, all of the, we got all of the theme park nerds. Have, see, this is how I figured this podcast out. I said I need a place for my hot theme park nerds. <laughs> so that's what we did, and we got it. That's we got. If it. you listen to Rat Castle, you're hot. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Speaking hot. of a hot theme park ner- uh, nerd, let's go to the news. And that theme park nerd would have been the legendary Dick Nunes, uh, who we have lost. He who has passed at ninety-one. Um, Dave, w- could you give those that might not know anything about Dick Nunes a little bit of a, a history history of the Nunes? You're on mute. 
Sorry, he's a you're giant. Mutis, in the you're mutis about the newness. <laughs> he's a giant in the Disney organization. Um, I mean, this is a guy who started a, as a summer job at Disneyland uh, prior to the park's opening because he heard from his uh, uh, um, USC classmate and Walt Disney's son-in-law, Ron Miller. Mm-hmm. Like, like he you was know, deep, deep in that, right? Deep in, in the. But he, but he. So he was uh, director of park. Became director of park operations in like early '60s, and then VP of operation in mm-hmm. the late '60s, and then was, uh, you know, uh, sort of from the people who worked there. They had a lot of respect for him. He ruled with like a like a like a ran the place like a Rolex watch in in one person's words. Um, uh, <laughs> I believe that was actually Eddie Sato. Um, <laughs> Eddie Eddie <laughs> tweeted about him and had some good things to say. And, and um, the the best was Joe Rody's uh, article. If people have not seen that, go to Joe Rody's Instagram and read his tribute to Dick Nunes because here you have two people who could not be more different. Right? Joe is hair down to his waist and earrings and a, a SoCal hippie. And Dick was this very, very cut and dry, very conservative fellow. And when Dick was against something at the Disney organization, he was very against it. He dug his heels in. And one of the famous stories about that is about Animal Kingdom. He was concerned it was just a zoo and and that he didn't want Disney to have a zoo and we wouldn't be able to do the kind of quality that he was used to. And so, you know, Joe went to the meeting um in a suit and tie to sort of clean up. And, and when he got there, Dick Nunes was wearing like Bermuda shorts and a, and a, and a Hawaiian shirt dressed like, dressed like Joe. <laughs> and it was just, he, he said it was, it was the perfect moment where he, he realized that he, he, they saw each other and he realized that Dick really respected the, 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 the creative process and did want to hear from him and, and just wanted to be proven wrong. And he was, and, mm-hmm. and was a huge proponent of the project after, after that initial pitch. And so, He's if you don't know much about him, um, you know, there's a, a couple of great books about the Disney organization you can read that all include a lot about Dick Nunes. Um, and he was uh, uh, but, but was seen within the organization as one of the people who held the 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 the, the flame for what Walt represented in the best possible way. Right. He was a he was there for quality and and the kind of fit and finish and the kind of service and the kind of operations Um frankly, the kind of leadership they don't have right now, frankly, mm-hmm. um, especially in the parks. Um, but he was uh, uh, he was chairman of Walt Disney Attractions until he retired in 99. And he's a Disney legend, of course. Um, so, again, if for you youngins out there who are, who are new to the theme park industry, read up on Dick Nunes. Um, the parks as we know them today would not be yeah. what they were without the fingerprints of Dick Nunes on them. Yeah. Uh, you can also read, of course, Dick Nunes' own autobiography oh, right. on his time there yep. which is mm-hmm. Walt's apprentice keeping the disney dream alive so yep. put that on your christmas list um the only thing i uh, this is why i tweeted about dick nunes which i think is pretty pretty good i think it's pretty good but i said the grim reaper told dick nunes he was going to delay taking him till he was 95 and nunes told him he'd get the goddamn job done on time or he'd find somebody else <laughs> um, which if you know dick nunes that's exactly yes. what he would have exactly said. Exactly what Dick Nunes would have said. Yeah. Um, he is a really interesting dude. He is also a uh, – he is a Disney fashion daddy. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Dick Nunes attempted in – what was it? Like the mid-70s um, to create a new formal design look for uh, kind of Disney administrative in Florida because it was so hot. Um, which is where you get, uh, it was like a suit jacket 
and uh was it panama shorts it was like a it was shorts and a suit jacket and 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 high socks um it's not a joke yeah, you it's, know it's you real know. he yeah, attempted he attempted to make it happen um there was an attempt good for him hey, all the all the AC pinterest girls was are probably that. not ubiquitous you no know? Yeah. yeah so there was an attempt uh and now and then at a halloween event at, at disney world or at some dapper day you will see someone pulling a newness um it's it still has its effect uh on the community a little bit so he was he was the one who sort of instigated the first name policy too amongst the company you know mm-hmm. he was dick walt was walt he wanted everybody to feel you know that they were part of the organization yeah yeah it's weird for me to like stand a conservative but boy yeah he, yeah he got shit done there's just <laughs> no doubt done. about it he did yep. he yeah. really did and, i mean if you're trying to be fashion forward like that and buff like there's a certain <laughs> amount of progressiveness in that yeah yeah well, he was I, I i would say he was much like walt um kind of creatively progressive yeah maybe not socially but creatively for sure he was open to the idea of of having his mind changed which is hard to find these days to say the least oh yep. truly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very true Let's move on to uh, something going on at Disney right now, uh, which is thrown a lot of people for a loop. Uh, Victoria was telling me this is not super new. This has been a couple weeks happening. Um, this well, is there's something an update, I... though. Okay, interesting. So, Dave, what's what's going on? What has currently been banned and people have been trespassed for at <laughs> Disney World? So there's a lot of people who do these third-party tour guide services where they will not just – book your trip, but also go with you and help you with, you know, help you book your, your genie pluses and sort of be your personal tour guide. Um, and Disney is banning it. They're basically saying no more of that as a business, um, which on one hand I understand, but at the same token, I think that uh, just personally, I think that the total trespass is a bit of an overstep and, and hopefully they, and maybe Victoria, your update is that they course corrected a little. Cause to me, the part that was, um, egregious were the one were the people that were using like the disability access service as part of their sure. services, right? Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. not, that's not cool. But yeah. if you're like a travel agent, basically, and you're just a travel agent who's booking all this stuff for them and then going with them because you know the parks, that why is I I don't understand I don't understand why that is stepping on Disney's toes because it is. It's the same as the difference between their travel services that they or that they sell on their own website and the third party travel services that people use to book the parks. Am, am I wrong in that kind of assumption? I think they want you to buy a rent a plaid. I know, but that's the, but but again, that there's a there's a market for stuff between that. And if they partnered with people and said you can't use disability, you can't right. you know you can't do oh, anything that a regular yeah. guest can't do. I think right? that they just don't have the appetite to partner. Yeah, yeah, to be official. Yeah. Third well, party. they do. They, they do technically partner. Yeah. Technically. So, Victoria, but what's the update? So, the update is they reached out to the Washington Post and basically explained why they did it officially. Uh-huh. Uh, this happened yesterday. So, to make a long story short, they basically said a lot of people were starting these third party tours and essentially breaking the rule and basically you know using the desk x y and z all that stuff and it was getting to a point where they had to do it right 
So without saying too much, it's because people are breaking the rules and mm. abusing the DAS pass system and such. Right. Yeah. And for those of the people out there who don't know what that is, that that's like disability access pass is something you have to apply for and you, it, you get sort of priority access to attraction. So you don't have to stand too long. It's if you're in a wheelchair or have um, d- a disability or, or, or movement issues. And these tour guides were basically saying that, oh, I'm disabled so I can get you past all of that. And that is so not cool. Like that's yeah. one bad oh. apple ruining it for a lot of people. But like, like, and I understand Disney doesn't want the Disney wants you to buy Genie Plus. But you know what? My friends ask me to go with them because they don't fucking understand yeah. Genie Plus either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do it, and I do it for <laughs> free. But what's wrong with having a pro with you? Like you would have a tour guide in a city. I understand it's a walled garden because it's Disney and they want to make every dollar they want off of you. I just think there's a gray area that if they're not breaking the rules and they're using the same tools that every other guest can use, yeah, that you're just having well, a person. Well, the thing is, there. technically, they are breaking the rules. Yeah, because they're because well, it because it, it's a commercial service that they're offering within the confines of the park. I get it. I get it. But then technically, like so, like for the families that have nannies that come with them or who right. have hired help, like would that be against? Because that's also commercial. No, yeah, like, but 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 those those people aren't necessarily touting a Disney but, product. They're just helping the family. Yeah, uh, the, that's a yeah. private service for the family, not yeah. A well, could this thing. not? But could this not be considered a private? If I'm hiring somebody to come with me, that's I could. That's considered my own private service. Yeah, you. It, but it, you're it, utilizing Disney's services when you use a DAS or you use Lightning Lane. Or no, I'm saying like outside of. I'm saying outside of like the yeah. use because we can all agree that the use of DAS is pretty egregious. But it's like that if you're egregious. just having if you're just having somebody that's like coming with you. Maybe maybe that's how they can get around this is they don't they don't sell anything. It's just they sell uh, they are travel nannies or or or, you know, vacation nannies. I will help you. I know my way around Florida. Right. And that's all you I'll take the pictures. I'll take the pictures. Right. Exactly. That's not allowed. What? I mean, technically, yeah, Janine's technically correct. Yeah. Yeah, But they haven't really gotten well, but I mean, yeah. but again, if I'm, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do what Sarah did is parallel it to if I pay right. someone who is not yeah. a Disney expert, who is just a nanny and I have her take my photos, she's not breaking the law because she's part of my family unit within the park. Right. right? Assisting in I mean, any way the family. Assisting any like. way the family wants to. That's so is there a, so that's, yeah. the, that's why I'm wondering, is there a gray area there where they could sell themselves as not Disney experts and not right. selling Disney product, just being vacation assistants? Yeah. Yeah. Because some people want Ooh. that. I mean, yeah. you could, but then how do you market that? You market vacation it. assistant. Yeah. yeah, right. You'd literally be like, "Let me run ahead and and I'll go to the store and get all the stuff for you. I'll make sure that your you know your 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 bag is stocked full of whatever you need. Uh, if you yeah. want, I can come with you to the park and I will carry stuff for you. Like you literally just make it like nanny services. And on this, yeah. and you know, if they know Disney, that's great. But I, I don't know. It's it's a to. I get why they're not doing it. I 100% get it. But not everybody can afford a plaid, and Disney needs to acknowledge that. Well, and- that is very true. The larger issue here is maybe make a park ecosystem that doesn't require, doesn't require it. Need. That's, there you that's, go. That's why. What a concept. That's why. Yeah. What a concept. What do you mean? I, don't I have, have very smart friends. Hour. I have very, very smart friends who work in software and work in UX, UI, who work in logistics, who come, who literally ask me, please take me to Disneyland. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. If you're a first time visitor, if you're a first time visitor, it's miserable. Yeah. It's miserable. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm literally having to go next month with a friend because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I literally hate when I get asked as a travel agent, "What is Disney Genie Plus?" I just send them a video. Yeah, yeah. well, I ask yeah. me that all the time, and I'm like, I don't even know, man. Like, <laughs> like I don't even know myself. I went, I went with a first timer recently, and you know, every time we would book a, a Genie a Genie Plus pass, I'd look at the, the time for the next one, and set a timer on my phone to alert me five minutes before. And he's like, "What yeah. are you doing?" I'm like, "You literally need to stay on top of it every single second." in order to maximize that 30 bucks you just paid because a lot of people just let it go and oh when was mm-hmm. the last time we used a genie cloud two hours ago let's get another one it's like well then yeah. it's use. then you don't need it then it, you're not using it yeah and and i and to me that's to disney that's a feature not a bug like they've built that oh, into totally it. it should be oh, complicated sure. they want you to pay and not use it yeah. that's the hope yeah. that's the whole bit yeah 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 that's yeah. <laughs> that's the same with disney plus as well like <laughs> whatever yeah. just, buy stuff but don't use it we we'd prefer it it's less bandwidth yeah. <laughs> um all right moving on to uh another piece of news dave we have new uh, a new insight into what these dvc uh renderings of <laughs> fort wilderness resort look like yeah um, yeah thoughts what are these yeah. look like dave if I saw these in any other place in the world, I'm like, mm, that's that's okay. But the mm-hmm. fact that they're on Disney property, the, the rendering's like, what? This is it looks like a it looks like an off the shelf tiny home. There's nothing unique yeah. about it. Yeah, um, but I like it. That it looks like a tiny. I, I mean, I like I said, I don't think it's bad. I think it looks really nice. And it, 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 if if I had seen that in a catalog for any other sort of, you know. Um, uh, outdoorsy resort. Right. As an if this option. was an Airbnb, it would be the nicest Airbnb yes. I could go to. Yes, yeah. that's a perfect way yes. to describe it. It's just yeah. not Disney. It's it's, it's just, just not e- Disney, and it's not. Yeah. And they they stripped it of any character of it being Fort Wilderness too. Is my mm-hmm. issue? No, I wouldn't say that's true. Like the yeah, the, I wouldn't say that necessarily. Right, really? The bunk beds are really cute. Okay, but I'm, I'm again, sorry, I, mean, the I feel like it's cute. But I'm saying, and I agree with Dave here, like. Any mom could do this at home if she wanted to. Like that's, <laughs> that's and that's not that's not shade. Like I'm saying that yeah. this is not very hard to achieve if you go to IKEA. So yeah, that's my I, issue. The, yeah, the I think thematics the, the, the thematics in the living room is a poster and two pillows. Yeah, the yeah, the, like, the pluses are that the bunk beds are very cute. Yep. Right? They are. They um, are. But and the Chippendale above the main bed is kind of adorable. But again, it's like yeah. I need like twenty percent more of that zhuzh, if you will. Yeah. And from the outside, they're just boring. From the outside, they're so mm-hmm. they're such an off the shelf tiny home from the outside. Someone There's said no it hair. looks like a double wide that's cut in half, like a single wide trailer. Which, totally, it does. Which it kind of is actually <laughs> like a single well, wide. My yeah. question is, why was this even necessary? I think it um, was just really old. Like, and well, DVC, they were just really like, old. Do for a refurb? Like, DVC needs to attract people, and it's cheaper to do this than to build another tower yeah. because the con is on and they need to continue. But they're building another tower. No, I know, but it's still not enough. They have to yeah. keep plus. Well, and Fort things. Wilderness was always, you know, a weird little outlier where you could, it was always cheaper, first of yep. all. Um, and and it had the sort of outdoor activity stuff. I don't even know if any of that's still there. Like it's still camp. oh, there. camping. Is it still camping? Okay. Yeah, there's RVs. Oh yeah, it's still. Stuff. Yeah. I miss the tree houses. Those were those were my favorite. The tree houses were the coolest. Yeah. But, that was and really like cool. that's a perfect example. Did you ever see the tree houses? Were they there or were they yeah, they were there, Every right? Time. At Fort Wilderness or Saratoga. Well, the, the the tree I mean I think they were I think they were here. Um because there's they treehouse were... villas at Saratoga right that's now. That's it. The, the, the tree... Yeah, treehouse villas. That's it. Yeah, yeah they're Saratoga. still there. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they are still there. Like those yeah. to me are like, okay, now that is cool and something you can't you, you don't find everywhere you know what i mean sure but i bet you the reason they can't do those now is because of accessibility right yeah. that's true new yeah. construction new construction and, and they all have stairs and i don't think any of them have elevators so uh, yeah. no i don't think so but they're so great i stayed in they're one of those ones here. and it was my favorite yeah well, they're still there and here's yeah. the thing i know there's a price difference i'm don't get me wrong i get it but they have the copper creek villas and cabins like at the yeah. lodge and they are way homier and they uh, are and and way more rustic um even if they are sort of th- th- that new kind of rustic look opposed to but they have the high ceilings yeah they're really cool yeah Those they're are, nice they're, re- they're really charming too they look like little houses little cabins out in the woods yeah. i think the problem with these is they feel the problem is a lot of lo- like lodge-esque comfort comes in textiles that are not easy to clean <laughs> yeah. like you know like i look at this and i think this is a really easy place to clean up and if they i mean just from yeah. the outside though if they had made it if they had given it a little pointed roof like a cabin and they had done a yeah. couple like, of things to the outside frame yeah. something just cool. something and it's like i get what they're trying to do and make them clean lined and more modern i get it because that's what a modern mom wants to pay money for i get it but there is mm-hmm. a and the, but the but the uh the copper creek villas are the right middle ground if you look right. at those those are gorgeous and they're and they're still contemporary and they still seem like I'm getting a high quality product. And maybe it, this is all just um, cost. When you look at the, the the vacation club ones that it's just these are an off the shelf box they can buy and re and reclad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, even then you you could have the same stuff here. The color scheme is wrong. It's yeah. just not the right color scheme. It needs like, to be more darker greens. And mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And I think what they're trying to do is they're lightening up the color scheme so it looks larger because the moment you fill that with darker colors, it's going to feel as small as it actually is. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It's not. I don't love it. Not happy about it. But no. then again, um, is any of us a DVC member? No, well, we've seen this say, coming. I'm... We've seen this coming for it ain't like a, what a us, year. Y'all. No, it ain't for us. It's it's not for us, but I think it does show what the other hotels are going to start looking like. I think that's what oh, for sure. Yeah, probably. Well, we've yeah. seen that in we've already seen that in some of the refurbs. It's all subtler stuff. Yeah. I don't yeah. like I will say Pop Century but... doesn't look bad. Like no, Pop Century. No. But it's no. like it's hit or miss depending on the hotel, I feel like. Yeah. And that's that's tricky. Yeah. Well, let's move on to hopefully more positive news over at Epcot. Uh Janine, you had the opportunity, not only just you, but Dave as well. Yay. Uh, you got to go to World Celebration Gardens and Dreamers Point, um, and and that well, debut. Yes. Uh, so, well, Dave, you got there in a weird sort of way, and then yeah. and why don't you guys kind of explain <laughs> what happened and yeah. how this all occurred? Yeah, so I was uh, uh on a quick business trip, just a quick overnight to Orlando. There's a uh a company there doing some media and uh, media installation stuff for me for an attraction that we're developing and. It's uh, so I went down there for a mock-up and it was just a quick, like, I'm going to check in on see that this mocked up stuff and have dinner with the guy and go home the next day. And it's my friend, Joe Fox, who's awesome. And he has worked in the industry forever. I've known him for a long time. Um, we're wrapping up our mock-up. I'm about to go to dinner. And he said, so what are you, what are you doing tonight? I said, no, after dinner, I'm just going back to the hotel to crash. He's like, well, you know, 
I worked on, because his, his other job, in addition to having this little company that does media systems and stuff for attractions and engineering and show control, is he also works on fireworks shows. And he's like, you know, I, I worked on Luminous, and it's opening night tonight. If you want to go, we can watch from the from the Morocco dock. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, no, no, sure. I, can, I, I got extra tickets. I'll get you a pass. And so <laughs> lo and behold, I luck into this is the this is the Dave Cobb effect is my friend. Like, friends like to call it. It just happens. And um, so I went and I <laughs> I texted the group here. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going. We should meet up. So we did. <laughs> and we hugged and we cried and we had a pretzel together. And uh, and then we took a fun picture in the gardens and got to see it. And while I was there, also, again, also the Dave Cobb effect, I ran into um, another friend who worked on it. My friend Jason, who was the lighting designer for the gardens, and oh, so wow. he, he was there doing final punch list and looking at stuff. So I got to chat with him about it as well. He must be beside himself. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is. I have not asked him about the next thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, stuff that's not working. But yeah. um, to just oh, you know, to, my takeaway—I don't know—jump in, Janine. But my takeaway is, um, I think that anyone who thinks that the the previous look of the center of this park is in any way, shape or form better is completely deluding themselves because it was concrete mm-hmm. and a bunch of canopies and, and pin trading. And before yeah. that, it was just concrete. Like I get that you love that fountain. And yes, I do. I do wish there was a, 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 a water statement here and maybe that center was meant to be that who knows, regardless, it's still better. And, and as I said, in my tweets, love that, the hate. Well, and, it and is. Are, that's what it is. People are nostalgic for what Epcot was in 1982, and it's the future is not that anymore, and it's not going to be. And the future is about uh, community, not concrete. And every if people are like people were trying to slam it, saying it looks like a city park. I'm like, actually, you're really, <laughs> yes, you're, you're, you're giving it a compliment, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like if yeah. you look at some of the city parks that are being designed in current eras they are incredible features like uh bonnet lake or bonnet yeah. Creek in lakeland is it's incredible. incredible yeah it's incredible yeah. like yeah. it is a fantastic community anchor and that's we're like people want to complain that we don't have third spaces and like yes you have to pay to go there but it is like a third space where you can just it is go yeah and exist in that space. Yeah, that and Epcot sure. and Epcot should be leading the way with that. And yes, it's you have to pay to get in. I get I, I understand that's a that's a whole other discussion about classicism and, and gated environments. Yeah. That's fine. But it's okay because it's an example of what can be, right? It's yes, a show right. place. That's the yes. idea. So yeah. ho- what they should be is they should always kind of feel I mean, not really, but because you don't have the Tomorrowland effect, but Epcot should always feel like the community of ten years from now. Um, in design or vibe or element and and you know it hasn't been that for oh i don't know for 30 years so yeah yeah, i think you're right i think this is the first time it's it's attempting to mirror the outside world in a unique way let's talk about the daytime real quick because i think everyone's i think nighttime is pretty much on lock as being good um it's it's really well themed what I'm hearing criticism of is that at the daytime, a lot of it is sort of just, you know, a little bit of some some trees and some plants, and the lighting yeah. is pull. The lighting is doing a lot of the heavy lifting sure. for the wow factor. Is what I'm hearing. I think that that is two things. I think it's seasonal. I think that that 
Um, anyone who thinks that it's cheaper to do planting than water is also delusional. Sure. Because, yeah, that's wild. Because planting is, for the, the infrastructure for that is a lot more capital than water, a lot mm-hmm. more. And, 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 and Disney, Disney's, uh, botanical services and changing out stuff for for season and changing colors and things that's a lot of money and a lot of investment so no it's they didn't cheap out to put in plants now did they cheap out by not putting in a central fountain issue uh, a central fountain element maybe who knows i will never know why i think that center sort of begs for it but oh well um i think but you're going to see color come back i think seasonally the other mm-hmm. thing is it's seasonality in terms of program. The me, the the reason for that space will change, right? And sure. it's going to it's going to change a lot. I mean, there's how many? There's like two weeks where there's not a festival going on in Epcot anymore. Yeah. So, and we're not in the middle of one right now. We can't. We are, but the but the but the center wasn't open yet. Once mm-hmm. they have full access to that center and they're doing flower garden and they're doing food and wine on all of that stuff. I think you're going to see a massive sea change in what that area looks like because you're going to have temporary graphics, you're going to have temporary structures, you're going to have semi-permanent structures, you're going to have changes in 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 um, in flowers and and gardening. I mean, it's I just I think you can't make that call yet. I, I agree. You're that it's talking a little... about how that Communicore Hall and Plaza are not open because they're delayed till 24. No. So that you're right. I think it's kind of we're still and this is kind of the case. I feel like we're always judging things about. 75% done when it comes to Epcot the last several years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like we're just judging things right off. Well, the community as a whole just judges things right off the bat without right. very little information. So Right. But I think it's I think it's also because of the way that Disney announces things. Like a lot of the times it'll be like, oh, here's yes. this thing that we finished, and it's like, well, clearly it's not done yet. So well, I, and I think also, that there's something to that. And also the people that go every day that are holding this nostalgia for what Epcot was in 1982 yeah, yeah. and 83, you're not yeah. the main audience people i'm sorry actually with with the nostalgia aspect like people love and i'm guilty of this the retro aspect of epcot like Mm -hmm. epcot is the retro park but it was never meant to be no no it's always supposed to be supposed to be the forwards looking park and interventions was a band-aid Right. Like, mm-hmm. in a, and, and even the, the, the little spinny wind things outside were a band aid. The pin trading canopies were a band aid. I, 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 I'm hot take. Even the uh, fiber optics in the, in the pavement were a band aid. Right. Yeah. They're like, right. how do we take, we need this capacity. We need these big walkways. How do we make them cool? Okay. Fiber optics were cool. And everybody's bemoaning that the new one's not fiber optic. Well, Fiber optics have been done, and 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 now there have people who are criticizing and having the last laugh because the the lights seem to be all, already broken in the, the stuff right. in the ground. So let's talk about that. The yeah. several of the lights inside of this new area in the span of what two days? Yeah, um, I mean, on the, the first night, I noticed one segment mm. that was not the color that I think it was supposed to be like, it was yeah. white and everything around it was blue. And I was just yeah. like, huh, I wonder if that's supposed to be like that. Well, and then the next know, day it was, we know that they really pushed schedule on this as much as all of this was late. It was also going to be more late. 
and they wanted mm-hmm. it open by the time it was what Walt's birthday. Wasn't that it? Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I, the, the crew is really slammed. Trust me on this one. That, that one I know for sure. So this is the kind of thing that happens in, in final ring out and punchless items. I'm not surprised that those things happen. People are blaming it on power washing. And I don't know this for a fact, but here's my assumption that yes, they designed it correctly for power washing because they, that's not the kind of fuck up they would make, to be honest. They, that, yeah. That's just the kind of the operations as part of these discussions. Discussions. Right. My assumption, and I don't know this for a fact, I haven't asked around friends, but if friends who worked on it are listening, let me know. I think because there's still construction going on in the area, that there were construction punch list items, which include power washing from the construction people after the park closed, which is not the same as the people who do it day to day for the park. And therefore, they probably broke protocol in terms of PSI or weren't supposed to be there because. Often construction crews will be shooed away to get to, for opening day and then brought back in to finish their work. I have a feeling that's what happened. That would be my assumption. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that checks out. And I don't I, like. I don't hate that. I think that I think that the the idea that there aren't hiccups, even for little yeah. stuff like that, the moment you yeah. suddenly put a thousand people in a place, you're going to see and have issues and things yeah. will happen. Yeah. Um, I think probably it would have just been wise to hold everything off till 2024 and put it all up with a Communicore Plaza and Mm -hmm. let punch lists get done and let things get figured out. Um, and, and I, you know, they would have figured that out because they would have probably pressure washed it and, and there would have been issues or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of the catch 22. It's like, you want something done, but you know, if you if you don't if operations does not give people enough time to actually complete it in a in a thoughtful manner, you're going to have stuff like this happen. And I don't think yeah. it's taken away. I think they're I I think overall it's been a positive. I don't think that besides the nitpickers and podcasts like us talking about it, no one gives a shit that a couple lights went out like no. No, no one, no one's talking about this. No. Um, what they should be talking about, though, is Luminous, apparently. Um, you both saw Luminous. Jeannie, what did you think of Luminous? I absolutely loved it. Um, okay. Yeah, I really loved it, especially the visually. Like, the music was mostly good. It wasn't my favorite music set. Um, but visually, it is absolutely stunning absolutely stunning there were time there was a certain scene where it was just so beautiful that like fuck the music just the visual (laughs) alone made me well up like it was i i live for this shit i'm really into like bright lights and colors it is one of my things it ticked all of those boxes for me it was just beautifully designed beautifully executed I thought that the fireworks were used really well, timed really well with the music. It wasn't overwhelmingly fireworky. Mm. Um, there was lasers. I was happy that there was lasers. <laughs> um, There's no Epcot without lasers. Lasers are critical. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, has to have lasers. Um, I thought it was great. I, I teared up. Um, I it, We were standing in a crowd of people, and at one point a uh, – frozen segment kicks in and we heard the most manic screech from a (laughs) person i think a child maybe nearby just screaming elsa um with like this guttural (laughs) elsa 
Um, it was really exciting to like be in that environment and feel people's energy. It was, um, I know that, that there are people who hate it. Yeah. It's always going to be. Sure. I don't know how, because like, just from the stills alone, it looks fantastic. I think that the, the, the course corrections it made were the first thing to to discuss, right? Like I did not under, uh, by the way, Dave, you're, you're fully welcome to say what you want with full knowledge. You have a friend who worked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. (laughs) Of course. I had friends who worked on harmonious. So like, there are things I loved about both shows. I did mm-hmm. not hate Harmonious with the Fire of a Thousand Suns like some people did. I do think the problems with Harmonious were a a, a, a dependency on the tech. I think mm-hmm. that I know mm-hmm. the tech that was provided to them and that it was a tech-forward show that the tech was presented first. And because of that, I think the second big problem with Harmonious was viewing angles. There were like three oh, places yeah. where that show made sense. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was rough. It was, it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. the whole day. And only allow 30%. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, it was a bad call overall. Now, the things I liked about Harmonious was I liked the orchestrations. I liked the music. I I I liked the music. It was beautiful. I I thought the music was really lovely. I thought it was a little heavy on, hey, here's that IP you love. Let's play it. It was, it was, it didn't quite weave together into an Epcotian story as I would have liked, but I liked the, the content that was presented. I love the arrangements and the media was fine. But again, to me, when you look at like the gold standard, when you look at the millennium show, you, the, the media in the globe is like the least important thing. It was so tiny anyway. And yes, mm-hmm. you could do it bigger today, but it didn't really matter. The rest of the show is what mattered. And, and so, and the score is what mattered. So, I went into this one wondering what they were going to course correct. Was there going to be media? Were they going to try to salvage anything? And to my surprise, they didn't. And what they did was they created this giant wedding cake of fountains and lighting and lasers and fireworks in the middle that you can see perfectly from anywhere. And every angle around that lagoon gets a good view of the show, like the Millennium Show, right? Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's some nods to the Millennium Show, like the beginning firework launch is really lovely, but at which my friend who did the fireworks said they had to do differently because they can't do air launch fireworks anymore. So they oh, interesting. Ha- had to do it very differently. Oh. Yeah. And it's why there's no fire barges in the middle anymore in the show, which I, I would have loved to nod to that too. But they sort of did their own version of it when that secondary thing opens up in the center. Anyway, long story short, I did really like it because to me, it was a return to form of what works in that park. If you want to compare it to Harmonious, it is not the same show as Harmonious. And if you loved Harmonious, you might not like this. But my complaints about Harmonious had more to do with the idea of making crappy sight lines throughout the park for Mm -hmm. a show that really only 30% of the park could see the show well, right? This was a massive course correction for that. And then on top of that to me, and just my my last comment on it is I think the music is amazing. I love Pinar Toprak, who did the... Mm -hmm. Score for that. She did the new um, Epcot uh, overall theme in the gardens. She's an amazing composer. She did Captain Marvel. She did Fortnite. She did a ton of stuff. She's one of my favorite composers out there right now. And I think what she did with the, the, the IP in this show is really great. I called it a capital E Epcot story, mm. right? It's a story about humanity. It's a story about how music is the heartbeat of our, of our lives and that different Disney songs, they don't say this outright, but what they play is Disney, different Disney themes and music represent the different milestones of our lives, including. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, including, yeah. And it's so it's. Yes. it's the, That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautifully it's like done. It I, grief. 
It can tackle, is, tackles the grief. The topic du jour, really. Yeah. It, but, it, it does. And because every show needs like a, you know, the, uh, the dark, bef- the, the, the dark before the dawn moment, right. That's in the industry. We have to have that moment. And I think it handled really well. If I have any complaints about the show is I think it's actually a little short. It feels to me like a segment or two was cut. Like, um, well, especially how long is it officially? I don't know. I forget. Anyone know off the top of my head. I'm not sure this will take me about five seconds to figure out i'm sure <laughs> you want me to ask siri and, and that uh, may be just an emotional reaction like i don't know if if fundamentally it's any shorter than harmonious or any of the other shows were it just it it felt to me like there were a couple of emotional beats that it skipped we um, were walking out of the park with some people dave knows and there was a, a woman walking with us who is a musician and yeah. she talks about uh she talked about how each of the segments uh melodically or harmonically flowed from one to the next except for two where they had like a weird kind of discordant jump and she was like i she agreed with dave that it felt like there were one or two pieces that were kicked out for some reason because it yeah and, uh, yeah from i'm a seeing on average about 17 to 18 minutes yeah and and harmonious was 20 um, yeah, I was this gonna one say, was usually about 20 22 mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a bit short. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know why, but it. I, I felt and, that too. And reflections of Earth was twelve. So it's wow. <laughs> this oh, is, wow. Right. So this is like a, it's more of an emotional thing to me. Like I really liked it a lot, and I cried, and I got all the all the right feels. I got the right Epcot feels from it too. It sure. wasn't just like even some of the themes. Like there's they play the the little theme from Frozen to the ah, uh, but that's it. It's not, not the song. It's it's representative of, an, of a brief emotion in the in the, the 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 arc of the story. And they did that a lot, where it wasn't full songs. It was mm-hmm. just the, the the musical snippets that you know and the feelings they make you feel right. and 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 tying it to this humanistic story that epcot represents i thought it was a i thought it was a return to form i know why people don't cool. like it i don't agree uh all i know is they could have played crazy frog for 20 minutes as long as those taco barges are gone i don't give a shit that's great <laughs> whatever it's an upgrade no matter what yeah Did we so, know what happened to them or like where they went they they're destroyed, farm. Them. They're just, they're they're destroyed? yeah crap. they're at a farm they're at yeah a farm. because yeah, tax write off. They have to not. Use yeah, they the got to write off. Yep, that's exactly it. Damn, damn. They're with, uh, they're with, uh, you know, the original. They with the Ellen They're with the Ellen dinosaurs and and the, the old Hollywood. Yeah, the universe, the universe, Hollywood uh, Universal's old Botanicus. They're all hanging out at a farm. You know the the old the farm. Yeah, the old theme park farm. Botanicus. Yeah, yeah Botanicus. You know, and the ET. Yeah, that's what I said. Universal Hollywood. They got, had to get oh, rid of Botanicus. Okay. Oh, okay. have you not seen? Have you not seen poor Botanicus? His his wrinkled old ass. Just oh, I know Botanicus. Like he looks like a mushroom, kind of. Go to Tickly. Yeah, but his but his animatronic is out there looking real nasty. It's been left out of the sun. Yeah. it's not so great. Yeah. Oh no, I have not. I'm not familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... Well. Let's talk about uh, – we were talking about Universal uh, Hollywood, but let's go to Disneyland real quick. Um, Janine, we have uh, some interesting – hey, hey, not got Hi. enough Star Wars in you? You got enough – not enough Star Wars? <laughs> Mommy's tummy need a little more Star Wars? Oh, I'm not full enough. Can we have yeah. some more? Yum, yum, yeah. yum. Um, they're somehow still all in on Ahsoka. <laughs> um, 
uh, Star Tours is debuting with some more adventures. Um, so ride scenes are, scenes are coming in. Um, they're rumored to be Ahsoka. I think that's a choice. Oh, I thought um, they confirmed it. I don't think I haven't seen it confirmed. It could be. I'm always the last to know everything. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's happening. And then Hyperspace Mountain is uh, coming back to Space Mountain there, which is fun. That's a good use of Space Mountain. I don't know why we never get it, but we never get it here. The locals hate that version, though. Really? I don't like, it. like, I hear, like, a lot of locals on Twitter all the time be like, that's the worst fucking version of Space Mountain. I don't know why well, they're I like lying it. Because they're they're standing in the line. I like it. I, uh, you, mm. oh, I don't. I, I actually, I actually kind of like Ghost Galaxy, but... um. I like Ghost Galaxy. Ghost Galaxy. I don't know. I I just think it's just it's still odd to me when you have Galaxy's Edge next door that they would do this. But it's I get so it. Weird. It's a separate product. It's it's Season of the Force. Okay. It was here before. It was here before, and they yeah. the locals allow it. Sure, it, it's okay. The, the the one the best moment of that is when you face off with a Tie Fighter and it's yeah. shooting at you, and you go whoop, and you dip underneath it. That's mm-hmm. that that's worth that's the price of fun. Alone. Like that, like it, it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, the story doesn't really quite work with the land but whatever it's a no, fun it's thing fine. it's I mean, temporary nothing, nothing in disneyland tomorrowland works so it's fine. no no tomorrowland <laughs> is the like, go ride around on the it's, freaking track with the car it's a dog's breakfast yeah the, the, i saw the, a tweet today that was like oh they need to cut out that whole area and like put a whole new land in there and i was like if y'all get rid of the subs i'm gonna like started a fucking riot like no I, i'm for it nobody better i don't no, want to get i, I don't want to get into this large conversation the, but okay you know what we're not going to do this because we're on a time crunch but we are just say this. I am poor a dave's gonna forever. go to a christmas party and yeah, and, and sarah's out here being like let's gotta keep the subs she's gonna have to throw hands hold my weave literally you know, hold it every time I'm there. <laughs> yeah because it's a bad ride the, the sorry <laughs> don't get oh, me Lord. started the You're... worst, lowest capacity bullshit ever. Why are we here? It's gonna be gone. So anyway, it sucks. It stinks. It's awful. But I love the lagoon, and I'm here. No, for I it, agree. So I, I love care. the look of the lagoon. We're just gonna keep the lagoon. <laughs> Here's going back to Star Wars, though, just for a second. Here's the thing that I, that most that kind of was buried in that announcement that I think is actually really interesting is mm-hmm. that the regular fireworks show, which is gonna have its own soundtrack, the one that the, the uh, what are they doing? Disneyland Forever now? No, what whatever the the, the current, um something you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. back in galaxy's edge there's a separate score for it that is all star wars music so they're like literally scoring the show differently back there which i actually think is really smart i think that's yeah a really i think it's genius it's yeah it's a genius because people already use that as like a hidden gem to go watch yeah. the fireworks because there's yeah. nobody back there but now yeah, yeah. i bet you locals are gonna be pissed because everyone's gonna go back there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving right along here um we're gonna go over to universal uh technically not Universal West Coast or East Coast, but I guess so far, far East Coast, and then we'll come back uh, uh, to America. <laughs> but, uh, Sara, what is happening? What is the big news over at uh, Universal Japan? This is pretty exciting. So the Donkey Kong roller coaster, it's finally confirmed. It's opening in spring 2024 in the Super Nintendo World at J- in Japan. And I know that this was, like, rumored for a while, but, like, now it's here. Um, and the name of the coaster is going to be Minecart Madness. Awesome. So, pretty Donkey cool. Kong, 
Um, I just love how Universal is like, we ain't got shit for you until like, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. It's a, it's a churro cart. It's only a churro cart. Yeah. Like the total opposite of Disney. Yeah. Disney's yeah. like, we might, maybe we will, maybe yeah. we will. And, and Universal is like, we're not talking. They literally, Universal literally builds a full monkey temple. And then they're like, oh yeah, we got our coaster. <laughs> Yeah, I did see yeah. though. Epic Universe is getting this as well. Uh-huh. They are. Yep. They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the ride system is really cool. The, the code. Yeah, I'm was, so excited. The code name was the Boom Coaster, as in Boom <laughs> Arm, because oh, like your nice. vehicle is is uh, above the track by a couple, the actual track by a couple of feet, and so the scenic track can have gaps in it, and you can make jumps and things. Oh, it's very, so it's, that's how it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super cute. It's it's basically really a cantilevered ride vehicle with a track down below it. Um, it's it's very 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 cute. I can't wait to ride it. The the the, the, announce, the uh, announcement video looks really really great. I am more excited about this coaster than I am about Mario Kart. And I know I haven't had Mario oh, Kart. Oh, fair. This that's, is no, oh yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. More, that's fair. Way more excited yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's talk about the merch because they got the merch. merch, ladies and gentlemen. It's... All I see is a headband with my sweet DK and Diddy hanging out in barrels, and I want it so bad on my head. Um, <laughs> can i just say i added extra money to my universal tokyo budget for this yes girl <laughs> you need to meet up with uh, my friend chris who runs T- tokyo disney uh oh, i've been talking to him oh good 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 yeah yeah, he... yeah i've been talking to him oh good you, you guys need to hang out he's the best he's a delight uh i like that they have uh one of the things that they're doing is basically a happy meal of treats it looks yeah. basically like a happy meal it's the same <laughs> kind of cardboard happy. vibe and then it's full of like little cheese crisps and twirls and stuff. So that is, that is a very specific thing in the Japan park in that there is a lot of, there's a lot of souvenirs in the, in the, in the universal Japan parks and Disney for that matter, that are little tiny wrapped snacks and candies and crackers and things, because I forget what it's called. There's a Japanese word for it. uh, Omiyage. um, Omiyage. Thank you. Yeah. It's basically gift giving because Mm -hmm. you can't come back from a trip without giving your friends something or having a box of cookies that you bring to the office with you that everybody can enjoy. So it's, it's low, it's low cost stuff that is either snacks or sometimes it's like Sanrio type stuff like pencils and paper and things like that. Right. And that's the the lion's share of what they make their money on at, at Merch in Japan are those, are those things. So that there's always going to be some weird little snack to bring home. That's so That's neat. Really interesting. I brought Wait. home um, b- butterbeer gummies. From, uh, <laughs> from I ain't gonna bring nobody Japan. nothing, but I'm a. Yeah. No, it's not in the budget. It it's not in the budget. It's, it's not. It's not in. Yeah. It's in it's, my personal budget. It's in yours. <laughs> yeah, you have a good time. Forget about everybody else. Um, uh, gang, we got to move back to America though for more yeah. Universal news because gang, the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Universal Frisco, Texas Park. Okay. <laughs> so, Frisco, Texas, uh, they've been working on something there. Sara, we got a name. We got a name yeah. for this park. So, it's going to be called the Universal Kids Resort. That's womp so, womp. so creative. Oh, so, you got I'm, Dave's over I'm here with a womp womp. I'm it interested in womp. this. Well, it, it, okay. First of all, it's boring. We know this. But there's a reason for it. Yeah. It's synergistic to a channel that we don't know because we don't have kids. So Universal has a channel called Universal Kids. And it's it, it used to be PBS Sprout. And they bought it back oh, in I like did, 2011 or so. I didn't know it used to be yeah. Sprout. And then they that rebranded so it as Sprout. And Sprout. then in 2017, they rebranded it as um, Universal Kids. Hmm. What's funny is... It, um, it, 
Uh, it lost tons of viewership after the rebrand. It's been a constant downward spiral since they rebranded. Yeah, they've, been, they've been struggling. Been struggling, <laughs> and so now it's basically the DreamWorks Network. It's all DreamWorks shows. So I get, I get that why they're doing it from a corporate synergy standpoint. It's just kind of boring sounding. I, I wish... mean, from an SEO standpoint, it makes That's sense. That's what too. I was thinking. I was thinking right. SEO. Right. It's it's that's it'll make it very easy to find. I get it. Well. Yeah. And I think it's, I think this is very important, I think, because unlike Legoland, which has from day one been like, park park for babies. It's a sweet little park for babies. Come to our little park. Um, Universal has a reputation literally of being the teenager skateboarding and being like, rad, dude, we're not Disney. <laughs> um, and I think that you- Poochie. Yeah, yeah, it's all, they poochie did. And so I feel like they kind of had to be really on the nose yeah, of like, yeah. this yeah. is not, uh, this no Velocicoaster here. This is, <laughs> this is but good then stuff. You put, you put the crusty crab there as if my 30-year-old ass ain't going to go down to Texas nope. to go to the crusty <laughs> crab. Oh, like, we're, we're the demographics that's, that's going to show up to this. Anyway, I had no interest in going to Texas. Now I have slight interest in going to Texas. Like, yeah. Yeah. Frisco, yeah, I was going to go place. anyway. I didn't even know that What's was sad is I had, I had a reason to go before, and I still didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's about cool. This concept art really quick? Sure. Yeah. What is this giant water feature with, like, what looks like a river rapid boat floating around on it? What is could that, that not? Is that not? I think um, Alicia Stella put, like, a possibility for each land in it. Yeah, I think. I, I think do something's like riverboats. Something's like Jurassic. Something SpongeBob. Something Gabby's Dollhouse. Um, yeah, like Camp Camp else. Cretaceous is in the back. Yeah, uh, from yeah. that's all I care about. Yeah. There's yeah. obviously um, trolls in the trolls. Right. I would think. That's yeah. Have you seen yeah. that movie? It's actually not that bad. It's pretty. Yeah, good. Like, world tour. That. Yeah, the, it's good. The the newest it's good. One, yeah. It's yeah. good. I, I like the last one too. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah. So I mean, if they're gonna have trolls, it's gonna be a good hit. So good for them. Yeah. You know. Uh, speaking of uh trolls, uh, we got nine thousand women trolling Disney real hard because they need they they need paid. Is that a good use of trolls? I feel like there's a negative connotation to that. But no, they're not being negative. This is good. This is good trolling. Uh. It's Victoria. Disney being a troll for not doing this. Ahead of yeah, yeah, Disney's being a troll <laughs> yeah. for that's Disney's a better transition. Yeah, they they're the trolls. They're the trolls holding holding all the monies back. Uh, Victoria, what's going on? How many women are suing Disney for pay disparity? Ah, uh, nine thousand. Nine k. Damn. Nine thousand women. So a judge on Friday, not this Friday, but a judge on some Friday. Um... <laughs> a judge on a Friday. <laughs> Or a Friday. Friday. Welcome to vague news. We give you the news, but it's kind of vague. This is this is your vague news. On a, it was on a, some Friday. It was on a day. On a random day. Yeah. It ended in why. But yeah. um, a judge allowed a class action lawsuit that alleged, as you know, we ain't trying to get sued, um, that Disney paid 9,000 women less than their male counterparts. So this, just to be clear, is the largest ever certified under California's Equal Pay Act, which makes it illegal for workers to be paid less um, based on their gender. And Disney was very disappointed in the court's ruling. <laughs> Disney out here being like, tsk, tsk, tsk. 
Test, well, test, they're, test. they're saying that the women were being paid like what was it two percent less? Yeah, yeah, just about. So about two percent. That's that's a lot. It it right? really is. It really, it really is. Because if a raise, you know, like a raise is usually like between three to five percent. So like you're kind of missing out on like all that. Oh, yeah. and the conference is going to happen in February with a trial. The judge was uh, Disney um, was complaining about how complex the defense was going to be, and the judge was like, "Oh, I know it's going to be terrible." You're telling me Disney has no system of categorizing pay grade levels, like. <laughs> I mean, Disney was like, oh, how could we yeah. pay grades or pay grades? How do you not have this situated so, to avoid this? Yeah, pretty easy. I mean, pretty easy, Disney. Pay up, pay up. Yep. We're going to keep moving here because uh, we got to we got to get Dave out of here. He's got he's busy. He's a busy man. Um, <laughs> so we are going to go over to, I think, some very interesting news. And my Regal Unlimited ass will be there. Uh, you will be seated. I will be seated. Uh, what's showing up in my movie theaters in 2024, Victoria? Uh, we got three Pixar films, Soul, Luca, and Turning Red. Um, these were, just to clarify, they originally only came straight to streaming. Like, they just came out straight to streaming. They never went to the box office. But now they're going to come out starting in 2020, well, January 2nd, 2024, starting with Soul. And then it's going to have like a Pixar short behind it. Then Turning Red's going to happen in February with another short. And then um, Luca is going to come out. Well, which I think is an interesting move. Yeah. yeah. A Turning Red actually did have a very small theatrical release. I think that's New York. No, you're New York. You're right. California. It I actually it was saw an awards. It, saw it, it was the, a, an awards run. Awards thing. Yeah. I saw it yeah. at the El Capitan um, in, in the theater. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see it again. Like the the those the, all three of those movies deserve a lot more. Yeah, oh, yeah, deserve their flowers. Absolutely. I loved Luca. Me too. Love. Me too. Soul, like soul, like soul got the bottom of the true, barrel. Okay. True story. Yeah. I still haven't seen Soul. Oh, it's you great. Need I know. To. It's fun. The cat. Well, alone. now I'm waiting. What happened? I remember, I remember watching it on New Year's Eve, and I was first of all, I was high, but I was watching it on New Year's Eve. <laughs> and girl. I was, and I was literally sobbing. Like I was yeah. tears. I was sobbing for the rest of the night. I didn't even know it was near the next day. So oh. it was crazy. <laughs> I distinctly remember watching. I only put that on because I turned off that new Wonder Woman movie, that 1984. That I was like, oh, this is good for you. And then I yeah. watched that whole piece of crap. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. That weird. Yeah. That 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 Wonder Woman 84, which is what I call uh, a a lost Twilight Zone episode with Pedro Pascal, because it's basically. <laughs> It's so no, good. Uh, I still have not finished it. Uh, of these three, watch which one would be the best to be high for? I think Luca oh. would give me all the vibes. Really? I mean, really? I, I, I was turning like, red. I was gonna say, yeah, I was oh. gonna say turning red. Really? I was gonna say soul. Only because yeah, I can the, see why you would say soul. I don't want to feel. Yeah. I want to just vibe. And it's because vibe? of the great okay. beyond or whatever. I don't want to get existential. Luca, Luca's the vibey. Luca's real vibey. Luca's vibey. I got yeah. so many teenage gay feels from Luca. Like that, oh, yeah. that just so much of that movie was like, oh my God. Yeah. If I'd yeah. That movie at like 14. Yeah. I oh. felt like Luca was a gay movie. It was. It oh, it was. was. Beautifully. Yeah. Not even coded. Putting you over the head with it. Like it it's was. Not even just coded. Nice. Yeah. It was definitely like they were pretty much not even fucking hiding it. <laughs> Speaking but, of like, something it, else that's gay as hell. 
uh, uh, that I love very much, just to be very clear. Uh, okay. Disney Plus is now, of course, the official home of Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, y'all, Doctor Who's been gay as hell, like since John Pertree walked around in a cape. So forever. Just I need to watch. Yeah. He is neither male nor female. For those nope. of you out there. So anyway, uh, it's a great excuse for me to get to talk about Doctor Who, which is my favorite sci-fi show of all time. Um, uh, the three David Tennant episodes have aired, and we will have the first Shooty Gotway episode coming out in uh, Christmas He's Day. hot, y'all. He's a very hot man. He's super hot, y'all. He's a very, very hot man. Wait, let me go see. Hold on. You don't know about girl. talking about hot? Hold girl. on. Oh, girl, the doctor's Wait, the never been do- hotter. The doctor got I hotter. I love when she's like, do you him. come in a variety of colors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is... Uh, it, 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 the 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 three specials that lead up to his reveal are are fun and sweet and lots God, of fan service. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's right? handsome. He's oh, handsome. He's, oh, yeah. Let me start watching. Hold on, let me get this Disney yeah. Plus subscription. <laughs> no way, girl. I'll, I'll get you, you that. Login, girl. I'll, get I'll get you, you those login. episodes. Give Don't me you the worry. login, y'all. Don't you give worry. I, I, you know, I know, I know Jack Sparrow. I get you them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Send him my way. Send him my way. I'll get you on my Plex. Please, um, they, but they, the first three are super, super queer, um, mm-hmm. uh, both uh, in, in story and tone, and lots of things. Um, and you have, you know, uh, um, and you have uh, a queer actor playing the main villain of the third chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's great. I th- yeah, I mean, Russell it, Davies. It's, who... it's it's right on Branford Doctor Who, and that it's very weird and, and and partially silly, and lots of made up technology words that make no sense to patch the script holes. Yes, but that's Doctor Who, right? That's uh, Doctor Who has has had just for those who kind of don't know what's going on. In that sense, Russell T Davies, who's running show running the show again, first did yeah. it when it came back in two thousands. Um, and then he left, and Stephen Moffat, who people know from show running Sherlock, um, he ran it. And it was more, it was a little more timey wimey. It's very fun, but a lot more complex. And then Chris Chimble yeah. wrote it, uh, or did it, and it was not so good. Um, and then Russell Dave, uh, Russell T. Davies is coming back. The thing about Russell T. Davies, which I think is very important to Doctor Who, is he understands the essence of camp for the show. The mm-hmm. show, since since the since there have been since the horns of Nemon, where they have. <laughs> We have large aliens with with uh, big ox heads, uh, but they're trying to make them look tall, so they're in like platform heels. Like this show has always been camp forever and ever and ever. Thousand percent. Yeah. Um. And so he brings that essence back, and there's it's no better time that I can think of to get involved. The 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 kind of continuity slate has been wiped clean. The Doctor has gotten to go to therapy, literally. Um. Mm-hmm. And 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 he is sort of a. a Turn to cloth, so you know it's a it's a great place to start because you can kind of get into it with a, a fresh doctor and a and a fresh right. vibe, and it's good. Yep. So, um, totally, yeah. So if you want to watch those first three episodes, I would recommend them. They're good. David Tennant's incredible. He's my doctor. He's the one I started with, um, but is a transition I'm very excited about, and it's w- well worth watching. Okay, we're gonna keep moving on here. We got segments, y'all. This is what I'm I'm a little worried about because we got so much to talk about. I want to begin with a segment. But first I want to I want to talk a little news about the segment and then we're going to go on to it. So, um some material has been released about one of the members of DeSantis's Disney board. Um and uh she is I'm trying to remember her name, Bridget Ziegler, um mm-hmm. who uh 
is also known for being a co-founder of Mom for Liberty, Moms for Liberty, uh, a fascist organization that is trying to steal books from kids. Um, and uh, due to the fact uh, that her husband has been accused of rape, uh, some facts have come to light. Now, we are going to talk about those facts, but I wanted to be very clear up front. We are not suggesting uh, these rape allegations should be taken lightly. We are not suggesting that it shouldn't be taken seriously. So that is something that is on the table, and we uh, we affirm the accused, uh, the accuser, uh, and we, we hope for the best there. Now, this leads to, of course, the fact that because of certain allegations, uh, uh, things have been brought to light, and Rachel Ziegler has had to tell... Uh, uh, or, I'm sorry, Bridget Z- Rachel Ziegler. I don't know who that is. Bridget Ziegler. Wait, it's wait. Snow White. Yeah. You're trying to accuse Snow no, White no, no. of things. No, no, you're good. <laughs> no, not involved. I love you, Rachel Ziegler. Uh, that's Zed Zasso. We, we, if you know Zed Zasso, uh, be my best friend because you'll know that reference. Um, anyway, so Bridget Ziegler, this Moms for Liberty Central Florida Tourism Board member, had to kind of tell um facts to what was going on uh to the police and so she has admitted that yes she has had threesomes with her husband and this person who is this woman who's accusing which means that moms for liberty gays are going to destroy everybody don't say gay has been going around having some lesbian threesomes And to be clear, to so be that clear, brings us poly- to Sploosh Mountain. Or to be clear, yeah. we we stand polyamory. Polyamory, of course, no, open no, relationships. No, yeah, no shame in that. No shame. Open in that. relationships, part of one myself. We're all okay with this, right? We're mm-hmm. adults. Mm-hmm. It's not okay when you're hypoc- hypocritical about it, and it's not okay when you use your faith as a wedge against other people, and you're right. doing this behind your faith and not being honest about it. Yeah. Period. The thing that makes me the most mad is that these conservative Republicans are having freakier and weirder sex than me. And I don't like it. And it's not fair. It's not fair. No, it's it's not not. fair. But I also understand that because you're not supposed to be doing it, that's probably why it's freakier. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Catch 22. It is. I guess I'm going to have to be a conservative to enjoy it. But I just I just think it's funny because a lot of people that are kind of like on that side of politics, they they tend to not think that threesomes are you know like in the article they that were woman saying 100 percent thinks she's straight no that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. the the article was saying perhaps ziegler forgot or was unaware that the b in lgbtq plus stands for bisexual <laughs> like oh come on like i can't read this sign and the accuser literally <laughs> I said i'm here for your wife like dude yeah. like i don't yeah. know i don't know i just let's be yeah. for real yeah the like it, it's one of those things where you see it and you're sort of like hurt people hurt people yeah and you're like man i kind of want her to i don't know well jenny that that you're you're kind of right in that there is that gray area for people who swing but don't consider themselves bisexual which to me is like they really really it's an experiment no not even that not even there are people who are swingers who are just like it's okay i can watch another woman screw my husband but i'm not interested in her that there's a mental thing there where it's like these people really just need to read up on the kinsey scale because if they did they they would be a a lot more 
fluid in their thinking and, and realize that the fact that they are open to more than one partner in their bed makes them not straight. Right. And I mean, like, apparently this woman was like, actually, this was not just her watching. Yeah, no, she was okay. participating. She was. Yeah. So she was, she's she's by. she was in it. Yeah. So she's by. But she, okay. But she's she doesn't, Great. But she doesn't think she, she is. I'm sure she would be the first to tell yeah. you that she's straight. Um, I think that's, that that's that, why I was saying it's like to them, they kind of see it as like, oh, this is just like a, like it's, it's, a, they it's an experiment. It, or like they see a, it like a salad bar. So now and now and then you get a little tapioca pudding inside yeah. of your ranch dressing. You didn't exactly. mean it, but it's sort of slopped over and like, you know, it's just part of what happens when you're, you know, at the buffet. But that's not what. Or it's like, and, oh, we're just spicing things up. But it's yeah. like, no, and that's like, come rooted, on. That's rooted in homophobia. It is. Right? Because you have because mm-hmm. you have straight guys who are fine with threesomes as long as it's two women. Exactly. But put another guy in and they all get icked out. And it's like you're seeing that change with the younger generation. Yeah. I mean, you know, just younger friends who are like polyamorous or like whatever. And it, but they realize there's there's a, this gray area of like, maybe I'm not going to absolutely touch another penis in here. But it's if it happens, I'm not going to be creeped out by it. So I'm not right. going to call myself straight because of that. Right. So, yeah, these people are hypocrites and um, need to be dragged. We need to drag them to the center square and put them on a pedestal and drag them for the bullshit that they spout. It's kind of funny because 20 years ago, it was um, whenever someone was like really homophobic, it was always like, oh, they're in the closet. Yeah. And then people were like, stop doing that. Like, it's not they're, they're not homophobic because they're in the closet. Exactly. And then they always seem to be in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now they are. Right. Yeah. Dave, I will have to say you said drag them to center square and I immediately thought of Hollywood Square. So I was like, well, what's Paul Lynn going to do about it? <laughs> I learned Honey, how to be come gay. over here. I learned how to be gay from Paul Lynn. I mean, I mean, I'm uh, straight uh, and I learned how to be gay from Paul Lynn. <laughs> yeah. Match game too. I mean, oh. those two shows. Oh, completely yeah. told me that's the kind of adult I wanted to be when I grew up. Was, yeah. was, Sorry, ladies. We're, this is old guy talk. Old guy Sorry. stuff. I was going to say, huh? What uh-huh. is happening? Go look uh-huh. up clips for Match Game, which is an old, right. old, old uh, uh, the, the, uh, Snatch Game on RuPaul's Drag Race is based on Match Game. Yeah. Oh, it's okay, old, okay, okay. It's an actual old um, yeah. game show. But then the other one is the Hollywood Squares. The guy in the center square was Paul Lind, who was famously gay yeah. and always had the most, most incredible bonmots and quips to throw back at. Uh, at, during the show and it's th- th- there's those those game shows were great because they would film a whole week in one in like one day and so the friday episodes were always the most loony because they were getting drunk backstage and they were drinking in between shows yeah so <laughs> you learn this later as an adult but the thursday and friday shows were always the best <laughs> yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. oh there was apparently a reboot with alec baldwin yes there, yes there was yes yeah. no go to the original Okay. Really <laughs> yeah, you gotta get Paul in. I, I played the father in Bye Bye Birdie, and it was very hard for me not to just do a Paul Lynn the whole time. Um, oh, <laughs> you gosh, with Bewitched too. He's on Bewitched. He's Uncle Arthur on Bewitched. Oh, cool. oh Dave, uh, save right, me a room at the on. nursing home. Um, okay, yeah. so anyway, let's move on. We have got segments. I'm gonna get you out of here, Dave. I swear, but we got so much no, good no, we're news. Good. We got. We got we got 50 minutes. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're going to go right now to be where our guest. <laughs> Y'all, when I say that this is the perfect end of be where our guest for the season, because these are two <laughs> wild. So opposite, too. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yes. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. So let's let's get into this. The first one is um, there is a Disneyland guest who the video begins and it is a lady who is asking a woman what she said. And this woman, um, I don't know how to explain her. She's a, a white woman. She seems to be waiting for her. Excuse me. She seems to be waiting for her mother in the restroom. So she's just kind of there. And it seemed like the other woman was speaking to her uh, infant or her toddler or something while they were changing table or something. Uh, And apparently this woman told this uh, other woman to speak English uh, because she was speaking Spanish to her child. Uh, And the woman, she said, you know, uh, how can you do this? How can you say this? That kind of stuff. And she said, yeah, because it's America. It's America. You don't speak Spanish in America, an English speaking country. First of all, we do not have a national language, just to be clear. We don't. Um, no. Second of all, uh, like all these women or well, not just women, any racist does is they backpedal a little bit. Then they pedal up a little bit and then they finally uh just go full 11 and then they act yeah. like they do it in a mocking voice as if like oh i'm for sure i'll just say the bias you think so uh she then said fine i don't care i hate mexicans it's true there it is first of all that sounds like don't don't take that out and make it your ringtone people just I, th- that was a quote um <laughs> uh and uh yeah so this lady just kind of flips out on this this lady who's just speaking Spanish in a restroom at in, in like I thought I saw this video and I immediately thought, oh, this shit is Central Florida if I've ever seen it. And then it's Anaheim. Oh, like, this shit happens. That is also the mind blowing part of this for me. But yeah. you know what? It's no, regular. that's not the mind blowing this, part for me. They done found out where this woman lives. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, I have tea. So, <laughs> so it was well. It popped up on my feed literally yesterday. They found where this woman lives, went to her house, and then protested. The woman never came out. She called the cops on them, and then, like, Ooh. someone got arrested. Ooh. Wild. And it's not like they were trying to break in or anything. They were just protesting. Wild. I mean... Where did she live, though? Damn. She lives in she, Anaheim She's not in Anaheim. No, it was like... What the fuck was it? It was Riverside, like, I think. She's in the 909... Yeah, it was like somewhere. Clocks. It wasn't really. Yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, so, but she's from California. California. She's from uh, California. Riverside yes. is a whole different. T- I don't but know, there's y'all. a lot of California that's like red as fuck. Yeah, red, so, yeah. very. I looked it up. Her her area yeah. was when I looked it up. It was very red. So I mean, yeah, oh, she has snake bites and a like. I terrible like, I don't. Haircut. I don't necessarily <laughs> condone doxing people. I think that's really uncool and shitty. Yeah. And a, a terrible I agree. Part of, that's why I was like, how the of, hell did you find them? A terrible part of internet culture. At the same token, like she needs to be held accountable for the things she said, which were horrible. And, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it thing. is. It's like, we have free speech, but you're going to get your shit rocked if you say the wrong thing. Free speech, yeah. doesn't, right. free speech doesn't mean no consequences from what yeah. you said. Exactly. That's kind of where I land, Dave, is like we've reached a Pretty point much. now in society where this stuff used to be able to be said and nothing could be done. Yeah. And I think we, we probably went a little crazy on like, yeah. all right, we're going to ruin your life. Yeah. Just a, just but, a tad. But that is, I, I think the, the stemming of, 
uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, whether it's racism or anti-Semitism or, or homophobia or any of it. I think we're seeing such a strong backlash of this stuff kind of waving out in, into the realm because the majority of this minority feel like, oh, I literally can lose my job now for doing this yeah. kind of stuff. And that's yeah. never happened in the history of America. You used to go, pardon me, but you used to be able to go lynch a guy and then just go to work the next day. So you literally have a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. like this is a, a complete reversal in these people's fortunes. Um, and as much as I don't want anyone to get hurt or make yeah. anyone unsafe, even people I completely disagree with, um, yeah, I mean, you can't say shit like this anymore and get away with it. Like, well, it's not people, possible. And people with no emotional intelligence say it's just canceling, right? It's cancel culture. Right. No, yeah. you're being a terrible person, and we're trying to tell you that you, there's a way out of this, people. You yeah. can you could think about yeah. it. You can think about what you did. You could apologize. You know what? Nobody wants to do that because it's, this goes back to the plot of, of Doctor Who. Everybody thinks they're fucking right. Yeah. And There and, you go. And, and and everyone thinks of the exception to the rule. But, yeah, and it and it's all all it would take is for her to have a, a nanosecond of self reflection of the state she lives in, for crying out loud! Like, yeah, yeah, the fucking park she was in. Like, you were in SoCal, my dude. Does she complain like, every time the monorail says "Den and instead of "Say Tabos"? Por favor. Does she like? Does she <laughs> flip out every time she hears a Spanish announcement on one of the rides? Because, yeah, damn. Like, yeah. I, oh God. I mean, I feel like there's the type of person who's pissed at pressing one for Spanish. But go yeah. ahead. Sarah. No, yeah. I was going to say that there was an inciting incident. Like this lady didn't just kind of like come out of fucking nowhere and start saying this shit like there her with when it seems like that was her mom who was going into a regular stall. They were talking about the other person, Miss uh, Ramirez, like she mm -hmm. was using the accessibility stall. So that was the original issue and it seemed like it kind of just blew up out of for no reason and then that girl the white person the white woman she took it like where it didn't even need to go right and i feel yeah. like yeah. that's where it was just kind of like it just did it never needs to go there and i think that it's like yeah you she knew what she was saying she knew that it would take her not get her canceled because she's not really someone that could even get canceled like no shade to her <laughs> but like i'm saying it just it just never needed to go there and she like yeah. the things that it she did. was saying it just seemed like it was very hyperbolic and just like I don't even know if she, I don't know. I, it just, I wonder if this woman if has like mental health issues to where she gets upset. She's mad that her mom had to wait or that yeah. couldn't use the handicap stall and she has no emotional regulation. She just goes yeah. to like, how do I hurt someone? That's, that was my logic because to me, I just, I, I wanted to like make it seem like that's what it sounded like to me. That's what the situation felt like. The disability just... stall is, is a hundred percent my Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. I am terrified <laughs> that I'm going to like, when all, they're all being used, using one and then walking out and there's someone yeah. <laughs> with a disability yeah. that needs you know what? it don't though because like no, at I know. some point we all have to wait for a bathroom like yeah right yeah, yeah. it's you it's not necessarily a problem minutes to use the bathroom oh no, no. like and it's like this... like i went in and cut in front of you i didn't know you someone just keeps that open that means everyone else in the world waits longer to use the bathroom that's perfectly good and the chance off chance that someone you know it's just yeah. Yes. I just think to have an outburst like that, I don't think that there's any sense of normalcy there. That's the point that mm. I was just trying to get across. Yeah, sure. No, Especially sure. in that. today's day and age in California, like, girl, come on now. Like, let's yeah. be serious. 
for sure. Um, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Uh, I love this one. I do have updates on the next one, by the way. Oh, I love this one oh. so much. Okay. So <laughs> uh, there's a video of, if you know Epcot, Soren, one of the things that's weird about it is when you're walking to get to the end of the line, it's a very wide walkway. It is. Um, and you can find yourself feeling like you're at an airport in the sense that you kind of want to pass people because sometimes people are slower or they're talking to their kid or whatever. And generally it's not an issue, right? Because everyone's kind of getting to the same place. It's not a big deal. It seems like there was a, a, a group of, uh, I would call them teens, but they all seem to have been in their mid twenties. Um, oh, one bunch they're of they're all ones. Everyone's in their twenties except one girl who's seventeen. Okay, they're all a bunch of jabronis, and these jabronis hanging out with a seventeen-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, these jabronis just bolted through the whole line, just past everybody, and it seems like uh, people took issue. So theme park vibes took a video of these people and kind of said, like, "What the heck are you doing?" and the group immediately starts cussing them out, yelling at them, throwing the F word, not the not the one we like, the, no, the, the slur. slur. Yeah. Um, and there's one guy at the front, uh, and uh, he has decided that he is uh, the, the ringleader. And so he's going to talk to this guy, and he keeps saying, his name's KJ Braithwaite, and I will just say his name, put him in the, in the universe, because this man says uh basically i'm better than you i play google football me. at university of central he florida straight up said it, google me he google said me. google me google me this asshole said he said I, i'm 21 and i make more more like more money than you do google me yeah and then yeah. his friends start trying to get at these people again he says no 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 we're done we're not going to talk to these people anymore uh attention is money i'm not going to do it and then he immediately continues uh running his mouth um this fool thought that he would get away with this um the first update uh is that <laughs> tiktok said all right we're gonna ruin his ass and uh it does not take long to figure out if someone is actually on the football team of the university of central florida to the point where the university of central florida themselves had to go on social media and be like we do not know her like <laughs> this is not yeah. this yeah. is not a person we have any relation yeah. with um, so, uh, that occurred. And then he, uh, eventually of course, feeling the heat went on TikTok and tried his best to create, he literally, he pulled up an apology, uh, video vibe by grabbing his cute dog and being like, I'm just going to tell you all like, the excuse I, I, was wild. I, right? He said, you know, like I, uh, he doesn't talk about the fact that he completely lied about being a football player. Um, in fact, he doesn't play football. He doesn't go to the university, uh, and everyone found his criminal record. So like, <laughs> it was not a good day for him. Um, and he's like, well, I can just tell you that the other people, uh, we got so mad because they threw the N word around at me and we heard him say it. And Did first somebody? of all, no. no, I, I confirmed with several people including someone who was actually behind them in line there was no racial slurs from them people no so uh, this is a very unique circumstance where our first story has uh uh racial literal racial connotations and then yeah. uh, victoria and i were talking about this earlier like 
on on our on our text thread like this is that weird opposite where you have someone who's accusing others of it uh but in the video of course if he was called the n-word he sure doesn't act like it <laughs> exactly but then yeah. you're lying so much we don't we don't even believe you i'm just trying to understand how do you say how does somebody call you the n-word and then you retort back by like saying the f-slur like how does that like well my mean? thing is how do you call the well, n-word be... in that busy ass line and no yeah. one addressed no it. one heard well, and the F slur came from one of the the ladies he was with. White women be wild, and y'all don't don't mess with. Literally yeah. wild. Yeah, she was doing so much. But anyway, this guy got his. He told the world to Google him, and the world said okay. Um, <laughs> oh, he's now so on the Daily Mail. Around, he he popped up on Twitter too before he got on. He's on the Daily Mail. <laughs> he popped up before we got on. I saw a Daily Mail article about him. He's literally giving. Mixed kid raised by a white mom energy. Like, it is a complete mess. I'd, I'm, it Things is, that's just I what it is. I cannot say. I'm, that, I'm <laughs> no, sorry, yeah. but that's what he is. That's is that a is. thing? That is a thing. That is if a you, thing. If you are a mixed child and your mom is the white one, you know that they're, they're just going to have a different type of energy. That's you just, just facts. Know. You just know. Just facts. I am snatched. Wig it, snatched. That's a thing. It's a thing, a thing. Wow. because they say that culture is usually carried through the matriarch. So mothers who are parenting? black, like do, they do the parenting. There so there they go. Yeah. And the white women are gonna white women. Sorry, like wow. yeah, that's complete a thing. Karen behavior. I'm just saying, like the fact, that, like his behavior mirrored with the other woman that we were just talking about, pretty similar. Wow, that's all. Wild. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that of course is our beware our guest. We are gonna move on to. Uh, you know, he's got a little Santa hat on. He's a real cutie right now. And that's a Studer computer, our little haikuter of the week. Here he is. Hiya, Studer. That's why I'm a router for the computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> okay, it's so good to have you, a Studer, with your. You're just looking so festive. We love to see it. A Studer, give me some. Uh, what about the news about the 9,000 uh, women uh, suing Disney? Do you got anything on that? Court's gavel resounds. Certified class pay divide. Disney's gendered scorn. Oh, wow. He says certified class. That was a serve. That was wow. awesome. That truly was. A studer, a studer woke up with violence today. Yes. No, like, damn. Yes. Is it well, not he's the feeling. holiday season? I don't know. A studer's an ally. A what can he say? What can he say? Love it. So anyway, don't forget, y'all, uh, you you need a Christmas gift. We got a couple shirts available for y'all. We still got our Rat Pride shirts. Check all that out. All of our uh, Ride for Pride shirts, of course, all that money goes to the Trevor Project. Um, Rat Castle is produced by me, Nathan Hartman, and you can subscribe. Tell your friends all that business. We would love some mail. We have uh, one more episode this year. Uh, it's probably going to be light on news. So if you have questions for us, we would love to answer them. Please send them in. Any thoughts you have, anything like that, you can get all of that at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. Y'all, Merry Christmas. And it's so good to, and a happy holidays. And it's just so good to see my rat family um, this evening. So good to see y'all. So why don't we uh, go ahead and end with it. Remember how Victoria mentioned at the beginning the the Maryland Christmas song. So how about we end with that and and uh, grab your belongings and have a merry old Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. In a deep 
apartment store north of Houston Sat a Santa Claus on Christmas Eve In a minute he knows the front door will close And this tired old Santa can pack up and leave But a big fella came out of nowhere And he sat right down on Santa's knee Well the whole place stopped dead as the big fella said, Dear Santa, I'd appreciate you listening to me. And he said, Oh, I want crabs for Christmas. Oh, only crabs will do. Oh, oh, with crabs for Christmas, my Christmas wish will come true. He started perspiring And it looked like he might be in pain And his face got all stiff As he asked the man if He would take just a moment And kindly explain Well, the man said, you know I'm from Maryland And them crabs is what I'm itching for Don't you know, Santa dear With steamed crabs and a beer It would be like a trip back to Policemen, and they saw that man on Santa's lap. Well, they reached for his throat and his bowling league coat, and they picked him up, losing his Oreo cap. Santa cried, Put him down right this instant. Now, my boy, what you want's not so odd. But there's no crabs till May, so we'll hop on my sleigh, and we'll fly to New England, and I'll get you scrubbed. My Christmas wish will come true.